Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up with the Windsors. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. And we are so glad you're here to join us for episode 139 of the podcast. (laughs) Very official then saying that. I don't know why. I don't know why. How's your week been, Rach? Yeah, good. We've got a lot going on this week, haven't we, Shell, work-wise, both of us. So this week, Royal Community, we are recording earlier on Tuesday. So if we miss any news, then we'll be sure to catch up in next week's episode. Yeah, so it's a little bit more of an earlier recording day, but we still have lots to chat about, haven't we? Oh, definitely. Hello, season six of The Crown, it's coming. (laughs) So what is coming up in today's episode then, Rach? So we're going to be talking about Sophie and Ethiopia, as I just mentioned, The Crown his trailers drops and we've got yep. an official launch date and also William and Catherine and World Mental Health Day. Amazing stuff. So stay tuned and let's get on with today's episode. A grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and let's keep up with the Windsors. We asked you to send us any of your voice notes last week over on Instagram, Keeping Up The Windsors Pod. If you want to share your thoughts on anything that we've spoken about. And we had a lovely message from Tracy and she said... Hello, gals. This is Tracy Hunter Hart, and I'm coming to you from Grand Prairie, Alberta, Canada. I'm driving around in my car, drinking a London fog and listening to the latest podcast. My bestie, Jackie Walsh, and I would really like to just say we love your podcast. Oftentimes after it's over, we sit and mull it over and discuss it even after the fact. So thank you. I just wanted to weigh in on this latest podcast where I really feel like Catherine is doing a bang up job of being able to balance her role as a royal, as a mother, and what those expectations mean for her. I think what we're going to see now is children of royalty feeling supported and feeling seen and feeling heard. And how can that be a bad thing? So hats off to her and hats off to the both of you. Keep up the good work. I mean, try and make me cry, Tracy. This is just amazing. You and Jackie send you so much love to Canada. Wow. It's definitely what we needed to hear this week, wasn't it, Rach? Yeah, it was really nice to hear that. And I think that's what, what our point was last week, wasn't it, Shell? Was Catherine, her main role is being a mother and her royal life comes second, doesn't it? And that's how it should be. Well, it's very interesting. And we will talk about the trailer in a moment about The Crown. But the trailer is very much duty first, everything else second. So we love the fact that the modern monarchy has brought that into effect. And I think they're trailblazers in that sense. We also had a voice note from Martha. I think it's okay that Catherine's not going to the Earthshot Awards. I think what we're seeing is that she is really going to be there for her children at these big events. And that's going to take more time now that they're in school. And she's going to have to do that. She's not going to be an absolute parent and I think that's great I completely agree Martha yeah and that I guess that was our point it's not really Catherine's initiative it's William so in a way she was just an added extra to the earth shot it wasn't really about her yeah exactly so if you want to get involved make sure to dm us over on instagram send us any of your voice notes because we'd love for you to be featured as we said from the beginning when we started the podcast this is about the raw community it's about everybody having their say so make sure that you join in right let's head on to the royal roundup for this week right looking excited we ready to go let's do it 
Let's start off with the Earthshot Prize, releasing a children's book, which will be titled The Earthshot Prize, A Handbook for Dreamers and Thinkers. The forewords written by Prince William is said to inspire young people to become the change makers of the future and develop solutions to the world's biggest environmental challenges. And what I loved about this in particular is William said, think big and dream bigger. And I absolutely love that quote. I think it's brilliant. We always put any links in the show notes. So if you want to get your own copy of the Earthshot book, head on over to the show notes and click the link and I'll send you to the Earthshot website and where you can purchase your book. We saw the Princess Royal this week attends the Scotland versus Ireland Rugby World Cup match in Paris and has been patron of Scottish rugby for over 40 years. But unfortunately, Shell, they lost. Oh. Scotland are out. So Sir Timothy Lawrence, he was there as well, wasn't he? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Do you know what? When I was trying to look for this engagement, seeing pictures popping up, but it might have been from previous years. So I literally might be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are so happy to say that it was the Duke of Kent's 88th birthday. So happy birthday, sir. Happy birthday, sir. Oh, we love the Duke of Kent, don't we? Do we do here on the pod. We really do. And I tell you what, something I wanted to read out to you this week. Royal Community on Twitter, the RNLI, which is the Royal National Lifeboat Institution, sent out a tweet saying, we would like to wish our president, HRH, the Duke of Kent, a very happy birthday for today. Over the past 54 years, the Duke has visited the vast majority of lifeboat stations and this year has been welcomed at both Wells and Tower and the all-weather lifeboat centre in Poole. Rach, 54 years. What a patronage. This is brilliant. That's service and dedication. And in honour of the Duke of Kent's birthday show, I think you need to start listening to the audiobook. Really? Do you think I should? <laughs> yeah, do it this start it this week because in honour of the Duke of Kent's 88th birthday. Okay, Royal Community, I will promise that I will start it. And I promise if you come over to Instagram, I will give you like a synopsis of every chapter whilst I read it. I don't know how fast I'm going to read this book, by the way. But when I do, I'll get up on stories and I'll do a little uh, story time with you. And FYI, Michelle is not like me in the sense that when Harry's book came out, Michelle was like, I'm listening to it on four speed. I'm like, I did. I was like, oh, honestly, I just, yeah, I had to get that book in my brain as fast as possible. <laughs> so I also wanted to mention that not only did the Duke of Kent get a shout out from the RNLI. He also got a shout out from King Edward VII's Hospital saying, we at King Edward VII's Hospital would like to wish our president, His Royal Highness, the Duke of Kent, a very happy birthday. And everyone, Royal Community, we need to remember his name is Edward. He's Prince Edward. You know, he is a prince. Yeah, the grandson of a king. He is the grandson of a king. And in his rightful place, he's done so much for the royal family. And some people go, oh, who's that dude over there? You know, who's that guy? He's a big cheese. So yeah, we just want to say happy birthday. Let's move on to the Duchess of Edinburgh. She has been in Ethiopia this week in her role as global ambassador for the International Agency for the Prevention of Blindness. This visit ties in with a few of Sophie's patronages, including Orbis, an eye care charity, which coincided with World Sight Day on the 12th of October. Wow. Uh, we know this is so connected to who she is mm-hmm. and so important to her. So I just, again, very surprised. I didn't realise she was going to Ethiopia. 
She then travelled to Tigray to see the work of UNICEF Ethiopia and how they are helping women affected by sexual and gender-based violence. And in the camp, Sophie saw how the children have a place to play, learn and thrive in a safe environment. And Shell, we even saw her playing some table tennis, which seems to be a favourite sport of the royal family lately. I think this is the third week we've spoken about table tennis, right? I know. We should have a game. Do you think we should have a game of table tennis? I mean, it's been a while, but sure, why not? <laughs> Virtual table tennis. I don't want to brag, but my dad was like a junior champion or something when he was like 13. <laughs> I am absolutely rubbish. So I did not take their genes in playing table tennis. But I did have a game with Phil whilst I was on the cruise ship, the, the last holiday I went on. So, you know, I've got a little bit in, in me. I think I could take on the Queen. I think I could take <laughs> Could you imagine me and Queen Camilla having a table tennis game? Oh, I'd pay to so, see that, show. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Well, talking of sports, uh, the Princess of Wales took part in a wheelchair rugby training session this week at Rugby League Inclusivity Day in Hull. I love this. Do you know why, Rach? Because the day before she was sporting that new kind of grey ensemble, wasn't she? And then the next day she's in a tracksuit. I absolutely love it. I love how versatile the Princess of Wales is. And what was great was everyone was just getting stuck in there. I think she even mm-hmm. scored a try. But did you notice her fingers were taped up again? And she even said at the start, she was like, oh, I don't know how well I'll be able to play, but I'll give it a go. And then she just aced it, like, you know. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> she just aced it. But there was this really cute moment as well where this um, boy came behind her. And you know when you, like, jump scare someone, you, like, touch the size of them? And she turned around. I don't think she she obviously wasn't expecting it. You know, her face was a bit like, Who the, who's yeah, touching what is me? Happening? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden she saw this young boy and she was like, all right, okay. <laughs> I, I guess in a way it, it, she was startled, wasn't she? And then she yeah. realised, oh, hang on a minute, it's all good. But I I really like this engagement just because it puts a spotlight on wheelchair rugby because obviously we've got the Rugby World Cup happening, mm-hmm. but actually there's so much more included with rugby and this inclusivity day just proved that. Royal Community, we have a small update on Prince Harry's lawsuit against newsgroup newspapers, which his claims were against The Sun and the now defunct News of the World. And this looks likely to go to trial in early 2025, the High Court has heard. Harry is suing NGN over invasion of privacy between the mid-90s until 2016. Mm. So just a little update for you there. We haven't had any more info, but because we've spoken about this lawsuit previously, we thought we'd just give you a little um, rundown of what's happening at the moment with it yeah this is going to be a big thing when it comes around royal community so hold on to your hats we'll see what happens i guess it depends as well on how much evidence he can prove at that time because it's quite far back mm-hmm. so we'll see rachel 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 we had the crown teaser from netflix this week all about season six it was what all of 30 seconds yeah 30 seconds that was about it Shell was like why didn't you tell me there was a trailer I was like, it's a 30 second teaser trailer it's not the whole thing <laughs> like, yeah i know again i mentioned at the start of the episode that the kind of running theme is duty and how it's not chosen which obviously as i mentioned is a is very stark difference to now because we want them to put their family life and you know have that work-life balance what did you think rach what are, what are your thoughts about it Well, we know that this season is going to be split into two parts, which they've never done before. So we're going to have part one air on the 16th of November and part two on the 14th of December. And my initial reaction to this was, I think part one is going to end with the Diana crash in Paris and her subsequent death. 
and the aftermath of that. And I think the second part of the season will really follow in William and him meeting Catherine at university because we know that's how it's going to end. I would have loved to have it ended with their wedding because we said time and time again how much time they spent on Diana's wedding dress and we never got a full shot of it. We only saw the back of it. And that was such an iconic moment in the royal family history. For it to not be included, I was really looking forward to that. Could you imagine in Netflix, they came and they said, right, this wardrobe's going to cost this much. Can you sign off on it? Yes. Then they have a look and they go, we paid how much for five seconds of film? What? And the thing is, the dress had so many details. I've seen the dress in pictures and it looks really, really similar to Diana's actual wedding dress. I was just really disappointed that it wasn't on show. But in the teaser trailer, we heard the voices of the three actresses who played Queen Elizabeth II with Imelda Staunton saying, it is not a choice, it is a duty, which is what you were just referring to, Shell. So I really think we're going to see this, especially as we know, as we live through it, what happened with Diana in the aftermath of the Queen and the royal family staying at Balmoral and not coming down to London. And there was this big hoo-ha at the time wasn't there she's the queen she should be in london she should address the nation but from our understanding it's always been well actually i'm here as my role as a grandmother and i'm here to console my grandsons and help them with what they're going through yeah and to be honest the film queen with helen mirren i think depicts that moment very well us as viewers watching this new series are going to feel so much more connected to the material. Obviously, maybe this is because I'm a royal community member. We're going to be so much more critical of the writing, of the period, of the situation and the drama than we have in previous. And we actually mentioned a little bit of that in season five. But I think it's because, like you said, Rach, we have a lived experience of it. We know whether they're telling the truth or not. Whereas, you know, with the fog and stuff, we were learning all that. Obviously, I didn't know that beforehand. So it's going to be a harder job, I think, with them Mm. with season six. But it's quite interesting that they didn't choose to go up to when the Duchess of Sussex entered the family or when Prince Andrew and all his stuff happened. And I understand why they don't want to get a bit too close to it. But are they checking it out a little bit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I also think originally the crown was only supposed to be four seasons and then it obviously became this massive hit and it was like, right, what can we do next with it? Where can we go next with it? And so we're getting up to current times as such. And like you said, because we've lived it as well. But I think if you listen back to our episodes, Royal Community, you would know how disappointed we was in season five. We just didn't gel with it compared to the other seasons. And I'm really hoping that this season, it brings my love for The Crown back because season one and two will always be my favourite. But then I absolutely loved Josh O'Connor as Prince Charles in season three and four. And I loved Erin Doherty as well as Princess Anne. So I've got some real favourites. But just season five, I can't even really remember what happens in it because I've tried to block it out because for me, it was really bad. Yeah. Again, I was very critical of it. I think because we remember those times and it just, it it did feel sensationalized. But then I realized, yeah, it is a drama. Like we do need to separate Mm -hmm. it. It's not 100% fact. A lot of people will think it's 100% fact and it's not. And I do believe, and we've said this time and time again on the pod, I do believe that they should have a disclaimer to say this is a drama. This is based on true events, but this is our kind of artistic view of what we think is happening. 
And I think they really need to do that on the episode of The Crash. They really, really do need to do that because obviously we're going to have shots of Prince Charles with William and Harry. And we know now from Spare, from Harry's own point of view, what happened during that time, right? Mm. Obviously, this is going to be sensationalised. This is someone's depiction of what happened, what they think probably would have happened. So they have to be really sensitive to it as well. I don't know if I'm ready to watch it, Rach. But that's what I mean. But Shell, do you know what I've heard as well today? Just as we was about to press record, and I really hope this isn't true. Go on. Is that apparently... Why am I worried? (laughs) It's going to be like... I've read that Diana's ghost is supposed to like come back. Oh, I don't please know. don't say a ghost. Oh no, I'm please just, don't. Yeah. I don't know how, obviously, I don't know if this is true. This is just oh what gosh. I've heard. I've read is online it, today. Is it going to be like the ghost? Be like Spencer. It's like Spencer. <laughs> Sorry. Rocky, have you seen Kristen Stewart's Spencer film? There, there's a moment where she goes into a house and a, and a ghost turns up. Well, that was the ghost. Anne Boleyn or something, wasn't it? Yes. That was our first YouTube video that we ever done. We reacted to that because Michelle came out to my house and we were just like, do you know what? Should we just bite the bullet and go and watch it? And yeah. honestly, within the first 15 minutes, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. W- can we leave? Like, well, no, we're paying our money. We might as well stay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when she was eating the pearls. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, my what God. The pearls. Oh, my goodness me. If you want to watch our video on YouTube, I'll pop a link in the show notes or just go over to YouTube and type in Keep It Up With The Windsors. Yeah, you'll see it there. We've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with The Crown, so I'm not putting too much of my faith into it. I'm seeing it as a drama. I'm seeing it as better to have something than nothing. But I've got like a real weird feeling in my stomach about this whole season. So we'll see. Let's hope and fingers crossed they do it sensitively. But I also think, Rach, that this season is probably going to have the most media attention because I'd say the vast majority of Royal Community members might remember. So Yeah, so as we said, we'll definitely be watching it. We'll give you our honest opinions on it, whether we liked it or not, because we did at the time. (laughs) We didn't hold back our thoughts and opinions. I'm glad that we've now got a launch day and I'll watch it in like a day or two, especially if there's only five episodes as well. Yeah. Last time, Rachel and I watched it over, what was it, Zoom or something, wasn't it? Zoom, because we were in the pandemic, weren't we? We were in the pandemic watching it, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I don't know, we might have a little uh, VIP Royal Community Watch Party, if I can get Ooh, it going. Yeah, that would be really yeah, good. That will be good. So that's our Royal Roundup for this week. Shell, let's head on to the Royal News, where we're talking about World Mental Health Day. Let's do it. On Tuesday, the Prince and Princess of Wales marked World Mental Health Day by hosting a forum exploring our emotional worlds. The Royal Foundation, in partnership with The Mix UK and Radio One, hosted the forum focusing on understanding emotions and building positive relationships. Now, new research by the Royal Foundation shows that the majority of young people feel their friends are struggling with mental health problems. And the research shows that around 6 in 10, 16 to 24 year olds think it's very important for young people people to have greater awareness and understanding of social and emotional skills. During the discussion which aired on BBC Radio 1, Catherine said how everyone has mental health that they must look after in the same way that they would go to the gym to look after their physical fitness. And William added big family networks and support networks around people are really important, but a lot of people don't realise what they need until it actually comes along. 
Yeah, and he actually gave out some lovely mental health tips. He said, go for a walk, take a break from screens, have a laugh, which I thought, yeah, because when you're busy and stressed, the best thing to do is have those little mini, little micro breaks is what I call them, and have a laugh with somebody. And he also said, take time out with friends and family. And I think we take those things for granted, like, oh, go for a walk, yeah, whatever. But it it brings a real fresh perspective to your day. So yeah. uh, they're not to be poo-pooed, those, those little tips. No, it's like today I forced myself to go to the gym. Oh, good for you, Rach. Working from home, it's hard sometimes to be motivated, I find. So I normally, three times a week, I force myself. <laughs> but then I do feel better once I've been. And yeah, I feel definitely. like I've accomplished something during that day, even if I haven't really moved around a lot so it's all yeah it's always good and it's harder as well when we're coming up for the seasons changing coming into autumn winter and it's colder and you don't really want to go out but it's still important to get outside even if it's for like five minutes walking around the block just yeah. you know oh, i couldn't agree with you more and maybe you should get a, a walking pad rage <laughs> <laughs> no i'll get it in the fresh air That'll do me. <laughs> yeah and he also added that you can be living one life one minute and something massively changes and you realize that you don't necessarily have the tools or the experience to be able to tackle that and that made me think is he referring to when his mum passed away and he's reflecting on on his own experiences yeah I mean any change like that is just so dramatic isn't it Mm -hmm. obviously we don't know whether he meant that but we can surmise that he meant that one minute your mum's there the next minute she's not your whole world turns upside down it's a lot to handle the main thing there is it's good to chat and to share that with people you know don't leave don't hide that shame and guilt and the pain it festers in darkness so bring some light to it and share it with somebody and even if you can't share it with somebody write it down even if you're not going to share those feelings with anyone write it down because that's a way of getting your emotions out and that's really cathartic isn't it i tell you a really good tip something i do is actually just create a voice memo on my phone and talk it out. And once I'm done, I just delete it. So it feels like I'm talking to somebody. It's an outward thing. It's not stuck in my body, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not festering. Exactly, yeah. Shell, Catherine also made a speech at this forum. Now, yeah, this is... wasn't William sat with like a microphone having a conversation with people. Yeah. But Catherine actually was on a what yeah, they yeah. one of those platforms. Yeah, like a podium thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So in her speech, she said, back in 2016, we launched Heads Together, a campaign supported by many wonderful partners that helped break the stigma around mental health and encouraged more people to have everyday conversations about it. Alongside the efforts of many others, we have seen real change today more people feeling empowered to talk about their mental health than ever before. And then this was a really nice quote that we both wanted to pick out because we both picked up on this, didn't we, Shell? Just as we need to restore, protect and invest in our planet, so we must also restore, protect and invest in the communities, relationships and people living on it. We believe that starts with you, our young people, but it also means all of us because when you think about it, we can each shape the world in which we live. Lovely, lovely yeah, speech. Really, really was. We do have a mental health crisis here in the UK. There's not enough money going into our services and there's just not help available for people who really need it. So I'm super happy that this forum was there for young people and they were able to share their knowledge, especially the statistics coming from the Royal Foundation. This is what it was made for, wasn't it? 
Exactly. And also, Cheryl, I don't know if you saw this, but on Twitter, a pupil from St. Michael's High School wrote to Prince William and he said that he's a representative of the Matrix Project, which was set up to shine a spotlight on male mental health. And the group consists of boys aged 11 to 14 who meet weekly to develop ideas and projects. We are contacting you in the hope that you will support our campaign, Am I Manly Enough?, which aims to tackle the stigma. And he he then goes on to say, on Tuesday, the 10th of October, 2023, as part of World Mental Health Day, we are hosting a soft launch of our campaign and would love for you to join us as a VIP. And he put the date and the time on the letter. That was yesterday. So that was Monday. And then today on Twitter, William actually wrote, good afternoon, Freddie. I'm so sorry, Catherine and I can't be with you and the rest of the students at St. Michael's today. Tackling mental health challenges and stigmas head on is so important. Please keep up this important work. W for William. Oh, that's so nice. And I just thought that was lovely, that that personal touch, because we've often said, you know, it's come from William himself when they sign off W or C for William or Catherine. And so that was nice that although he couldn't be there, because obviously they had this planned engagement in Birmingham, he was able to write that so it just goes to show that they do get to see things and they do understand what's going on around the country and how people are getting involved and I just thought maybe hopefully in the future Freddie might get to meet the Prince of Wales could you imagine that would be amazing you never know I'm thinking how lovely would it be if Catherine has the Christmas Carol concert again this year and Freddie's invited? I was just about to say that, Rach. It's like you went into my brain and sucked <laughs> out some information. I literally was about to say that. Isn't that just incredible? We would be like, there's Freddie, there's Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> is this Carol concert we know is like the piste de resistance of all of the patronages coming together and really celebrating a well-spent year helping charities and their initiatives. So... Fingers crossed, Freddie. Fingers, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, Freddie. Right, Royal Community, that's our episode for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. As we said, anything that we miss that comes out for the rest of the week, we'll try and include in next week's episode. Don't forget to DM us over on Instagram a voice note if you want to be in next week's episode. And that's Keeping Up With The Windsor's Pod. And also, if, you, if you're not on Instagram, you can also email us keepingupwiththewindsorspod at gmail.com amazing you can also find us over on youtube keep it up with the windsors and we would love it if you could head on over to spotify or apple or anywhere you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review for us because it really does help send the podcast out into the world to get more people loving the world just as much as we do and if you would love to support us and keep us on the air you can over on Kofi. you can buy us a coffee over there to say thank you it's four pounds or six bucks and if you want to be part of the vip royal community for extra royal content you can over there as well thank you so much for supporting us we couldn't do this without you all so thank you for listening we'll see you next week on keeping, keeping up, up with the, the windsors, windsors.